Hello class, I am Gideon Galore. Please find your seats and prepare yourself for another episode of Empyrean Decree, live from the Adventurers Academy. Good afternoon, and welcome back to Empyrean Decree, live from the Adventures Academy. We actually did that on one take. Wow. That's because you didn't record all the other takes before it. You're yeah, I, I waited. You're learning. <laughs> <laughs> so last time, our party redacted ended up making it to Bridgevelt without very many issues. Um, Surprisingly. <laughs> The party once again split. She's just waiting until the test to make it. Yeah. With probably. Gideon uh, having a visit from his father and having a little bit of a catch up period. Thea has gone off into the night uh, to get her own hotel room uh, down in the south central part of the city. <laughs> Fantastic at the bar. Assholes. <laughs> Sharpened tooth or something? Yeah. What did you call it? Uh, the... sharp, Sharpened tooth or something sharp, yeah. stupid. Sounds like a dentist office. <laughs> That's why no one else besides vampires go. Yeah, just like yeah. open yeah. late. Um, and then I just set so that yeah, you can get some rest running. before... Skeleton is the vampire dentist. Your exams. <laughs> Skeleton. <laughs> Skeleton is the vampire dentist. <laughs> so. The, uh, the sun is set. Varric, you've returned from... Educating younger <laughs> elven <laughs> sculpting <laughs> young minds, dropping bows. <laughs> yeah, sculpted their heads. Education no. through concussion. How many? How many points is the first rank? How, like... They gonna learn today. Well, I don't got, know how many like points it was, points, but it was seven gold and thirty-one silver. I think it said three points. points for, it was, you got three four, points for points. each. They said they would have gotten nine points for taking me out. Well, they would have gotten three for you. So you got uh, three for each of them. Yes, yeah, so there's nine nine points. I've been told time and time again that I'm not student material. By yourself. Eh. I think the rocks said that too, actually. That. Yeah. <laughs> you were kind of like, meh. I, I think the words are more along the lines of, like, you're not you're not quite what we're looking for, something like that. Like, not your subpar, but eh, you could do something else, probably. Probably. While we appreciate your effort, we're going to go with other candidates. Yeah. <laughs> we appreciate your time, and although this was a difficult decision... Thank there you were, there were many qualified candidates. Yeah, exactly. There are many qualified candidates. Oh, Thank you for your interest. Yeah. And your non-refundable application. <laughs> so, if no one else is doing anything overnight, Gideon. I was trying to, I was literally hitting the button for long rest. Long rest. <laughs> can we dart? Can we? Yep. You'll be able to get a long Confirmed? rest. Confirmed? Confirm again? I've we, we've said that we've, we've done this before. <laughs> we're like, yep, yeah, long rest. Oh, uh, no. No, just kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding. Fun's already hit. No takesies. Right spectrums. around sunup, uh, there's a knock at the door, and two of your family's um, workers come in. Family assistants. Uh, they both go straight to the kitchen and start preparing a 
Big hearty breakfast. Yay. Don't make that weird. The sounds or... of. <laughs> I think I make <laughs> enough stuff awkward. <laughs> pots and pans and fresh meat. We're eating the pots and pans. That's pots that's and pans and fresh. They're meat. making yeah. noise with the pots and pans. Oh, okay. so they're moving them around. You have to guess which one's the food, which one's the pot. Yeah. I'm pretty sure they canceled that show after the first season. <laughs> it was cake, and it was a good show. Hmm. Anyways. <laughs> Anyways. So. I'm definitely going to come down and just start eating breakfast. All right. And just make some sort of comment along the lines of, like, this is more like it. <laughs> There's a wonderfully decorated uh, dining room table. Seats about 12. Normally has about six people at it, including kids. Is uh, anybody at the table? No, there's nobody sitting at the table I sit right at now. The head. <laughs> of course you do. Uh, the first maid, when she brings the plate of uh, fresh fruit and vegetables in, she kind of looks at you curiously. Hello. <laughs> um. That's um. That's not her seat. Uh, <laughs> the visitor seats are over on the side. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I see. I hear that as I'm mm. standing at the top of the stairs. I'm just gonna wait. I <laughs> I'm, see. I'm behind you. <laughs> did not wait. see a reserved seating chart. Oh, that seat is reserved for the head of the house, which is not you. Shit, I think she's sitting on Mora's seat. <laughs> I'm not going down there. I'm gonna let her whatever she's gonna catch on fire. I'm staying up here. Understood, as it is not my house and not my kingdom, I will gracefully move to a side seat. <laughs> Gracefully, gracefully, <laughs> as a queen should, and I up. and I get up and Just begrudgingly move to a side chair seat. with her. Drag <laughs> the <laughs> chair with me. <laughs> so that's that's, no that's one of the ones with the arm. I will. Yeah. I will. I'm in a good mood. I've got food. I've had a good rest. So I'm just going to say, understood. I will, and I'm going to move to the side seat. What would you like to drink with your breakfast? Hmm. You have orange juice. We do. Oh, perfect. I'll do that. And coffee. All right. And water. Okay. <laughs> That's it. Coffee and water and orange juice. Yes, please. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> she turns around with a platter, now empty, and goes back to the kitchen. It's probably four or five minutes before she comes back out. She has a glass of water, mm-hmm. a pot that has a little cloth wrapping on it, and a decanter of orange juice. Great. Awesome. Thank you very much. Exactly, yeah. yes. I'm going to begin eating and drinking. If I don't hear any commotion, I'm going to start walking down <laughs> the rest of the stairs. I think we're safe now. I had a... I'm actually surprised at how well that went. I'm going to not bring it up when I get down there. <laughs> we didn't hear anything. I, didn't, I don't know what you're talking about. Colin, you swear you can see Vinner for a second sitting at the head of the table. <laughs> I just go, uh. And he's just sitting next to you. Yep. Hmm. Weren't you just. We... I don't know what you're talking about. Hmm. He's just being a dick, don't mind him, it's and I sit down on the our other side. Table. I could... Head of the household, apparently. Ooh. That's. Oh, she knows you. But Gideon's wife's not here. She knows. <laughs> Somehow she knows. Somehow she knows. <laughs> <laughs> Someone sat in her chair for two seconds. I actually already sent her ascending. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, please don't kill me. The day of your big test. The day of your big test. Just make it worse. Yeah. 
So I'm just gonna eat some breakfast, whatever, whatever food they brought out. Okay. Breakfast foods or something. She like brings that. you a plate of uh, fresh bread, fresh cooked, fresh sliced bread, tray of multiple jams, some sliced meats, both cooked and uncooked. What would you two like to eat? I mean, this is fine. We can pick up what's on the table. Was that all for the head of the household? She's not here. <laughs> I chuckle. <laughs> we'll just keep that seat for her when she gets here. Is she supposed to be coming? She should arrive this morning. Ooh. Okay. I get my elbows off the table. Everyone <laughs> <laughs> sits up. Turns yeah. <clears throat> I'm going to I'm going to um I'm going to lean over and just go, "Is that a big deal?" Oh, she's a very big deal. And not You'll you'll understand when you meet her. She's terrifying. Um also she can control time. Uh so there's that. But um She's got a short fuse, but she's not a dick, but also she's very scary, so just hmm. a heads Wait. up. Uh, if your wife is showing up momentarily, uh, Gideon Nadal, can we speak upstairs real quick? I put down my food that I haven't eaten yet. Sure. <laughs> Why not? I take the food with me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so you can get crumbs all over the goddamn carpet, but if I, I'm, not, I'm not even going to risk it. I'm not going to risk it. If she's coming in here and I'm eating a piece of toast, I just... <laughs> I just shout after them, I'll be right here! <laughs> Good. <laughs> I'll pass you Wouldn't guys. want you to get lost. <laughs> I'm just gonna pass you guys off the stairs. Like, we'll be back. Food. Oh, okay. I'm gonna the table. They said you can't take anything in on you. I can take one item. One thing with me. That's it. And you can't cast any magic beforehand. To prep yourself. I, mean, I could. I don't know. If, I don't remember. Are there? Barriers or anything? Is it, I, don't, I don't remember. Like a checkpoint that you go through. Like an anti-magic yeah. barrier. Yeah. There is an anti-magic <clears throat> barrier. Yeah, Bullshit. Out. Never mind. It was a good idea. She's gonna smack you with aid. <laughs> <laughs> Five hit points. Damn. How long is this test gonna take? Are you there? Like, is this like an all day affair? It really Which depends is... on how I do. If I do better. If I do well, it's be shorter. If I struggle, it'll be a while. So we'll be there till tomorrow. Got it. Pack well, a lunch. Perfect. I guess there's no point in being up here anymore. <laughs> well, Thank fun. you for wasting my time. <laughs> <laughs> Walk back You're down the stairs. The I feel Walk it's better to waste your time than the queen's. Because <sighs> I'm just kind of chilling. Which one? The one that's at the table or the one that's coming in the front door? Ooh, that's going to be an interesting. Hmm. <laughs> She's also like, she's about five foot tall, so she's a short, Perfect. short side for an elf. Perfect. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure I'm like four eight or something. <laughs> yep. This is gonna great. And even though that is the case, everyone still thinks I'm the smallest one in the room. The shortest one in the room. Always. Oh. It's a personality thing. <laughs> you, you agree with that too when she's in the room. When it's your wife, I agree with whatever she wants to say and do. <laughs> Well, now that I'm sweating, okay. Um, <laughs> this isn't even a villain. This is just like an NPC that's coming in. An NPC. That we last saw before uh, when? 
Uh, when the tower was being attacked. Yeah. Yikes! Yeah, that was a long time ago. Episodes. Well, we would have. Oh seen yeah, her we were. Yeah, we would have seen her, but not in during the, the, during the hiatus. We haven't seen her on the stream in a while. Eating breakfast. What has happened since then? <laughs> I'm trying to remember, like timeline-wise, like what big thing that definitely would be upsetting for your wife to find out. Uh, we unlocked Izzy's memories. Dia <laughs> mm. uh, went and, full vampire. And then we may or may not have Lady released Lady Von Drock from her castle. Cool. It wasn't us intentionally. <laughs> I mean, we accidentally assisted by being there. We do seem to be there when things um, are happening. You know, like the time that her spider sister got released and then all of a sudden she's climbing around the dock somewhere and I don't know where she is. Um, did we so, ever keep tabs on her? No. Have someone follow her? Nothing? We just spider no, rather just went off into the dock? Her. We couldn't keep up. Perfect. Disappeared. Right, so when are we leaving for your test? We're waiting for your wife to get here? Also, yeah. his his father is going to lead us. I thought. Oh right. Yeah. So um, my glamour studded leather also says that I can decide. Uh, it says and accessories. <laughs> can I have a crown? <laughs> Booyah! Oh, that's going on today for sure. Okay, that's do happening. The, we do discreet here. <laughs> no, we don't. <laughs> Not Absolutely too flashy, absurd. but just like a nice little like. Boop. Oh, so if now instead of three points, you're not worth ten points. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so yeah, whenever they come like back down from from upstairs, I'm just gonna be sitting there with a crown on. <laughs> just like yeah, a little like a little tiara like. About half an hour after you guys start eating breakfast, <clears throat> hear a carriage roll up outside. There it is. There it is. Here we go. Sounds of children, <laughs> at first. Yep. I take my hood Ew. off. I need them excited to be home. Getting punches. <laughs> <laughs> PTSD. Valfin, um, Gideon's oldest son is the first one to come to the door with a maid pushing him. Um, just kind of helping him get from the carriage into the house. Alicio and Falzir are both coming in right around the same time um, but Elmora uh, comes in with Galwin uh, Gideon's father they're talking about the trials because both of them have passed the, the trials no pressure <laughs> they kind of walk by you guys still talking and Elmora just turns and walks over and sits down in her seat <laughs> I look at the queen like <clears throat> Well I see the trip was successful Yeah it would have been nice to know You were coming home before me Yeah Kind of got the timing mixed up on or that one Or came home period Yeah it kind of happened really fast <laughs> Just forgot I had that spell I just look at the table Very <laughs> <laughs> <It's> invisible <laughs> <laughs> And holding his breath You remember <laughs> There's a castle that is in our name that you left me with to babysit. And I, unlike you, I still have responsibilities here. I look at a watch I'm not wearing. I... <clears throat> right. 
Uh, so good to see you. Um, you too, Nadal. How are you doing? I'm doing well. I'm going to go pack up my things so we can make sure to be at your husband's test on time. Yep. It'll probably take all of you to make sure he shows up on time. Wonderful. Uh, right. And then I just awkwardly <laughs> walk out of the room. Asterian, your students miss you. When are you coming back? Not, not sure. There's been interesting things going on. That's the most vague answer. Deflect. Hopefully, hopefully soon. Where's Thea? She, I, I go to look for Varric. <laughs> <laughs> He's just gone. He's just gone. I look, I look at where he was sitting. Like, the not voice sure, from sure. behind Asterion just says, <laughs> uh, just staying elsewhere so that, uh, she wasn't like, you know, uh, super duper close to your kids if you brought your kids. She's investigating another lead. And then I will hold my breath and slowly <laughs> move. Slowly <laughs> move away. Uh, and I'm just gonna stand directly behind the doll. I am upstairs. Did you follow me up there? Still safest, safest place to be. Uh, I'll, I'll stand behind Kanalai. She's directly behind her. This is Kanalai. This is a fire genasi queen that we rescued from the Vandrox. Rescued? Kanalai Scorchfeather. Nice to meet you. Pleasure. Pleasure's all mine. Your, ho- your home is beautiful. So is your crown. Thank you. <laughs> Is it even real? And I'll take off my ring and I'll like wave through the crown. Does it like make the crown or is it just a glamour? It's a glamour. It's, it's a glamour. <laughs> I'm going to swat his hand away. My hand passing through the crown. My real one is at my kingdom. Hmm. Interesting. No touchy. But there's nothing to touch. No touchy! <laughs> I'll just wave a hand across her head. I'm not touching you. Yes, they took me from my home when I was sleeping. So yes, they captured me, and your husband and friends were so gracious enough to help me. Okay. I'm eternally indebted to them. You might not ever want to say that. Time is a very long thing. Oh, I'll remember that. Fair point. I've started feeding the children, just making sure they get their food and get them at the table. How old are they again? Uh, they kind of the range. Oldest. The oldest is... 16? 16-ish. Okay. The youngest is, like, six. How many do you have, Wait, baby four. baby? Like, like, yeah. <clears throat> that's 16, like, like just actual. years or, like, so they're really young. They're, re- they're all really young. Because they're elves, yeah. Okay. Yeah, the, the oldest is paralyzed from the waist down. And there's like a, a modified floating disc that he uses as a wheelchair kind of thing. Cool. Um, <laughs> second oldest has a cool sword. Second one has a sword. He does yeah. have a cool sword. Is he like playing with that. the sword or is it? No, I made him a legit sword. Oh, jeez. <laughs> it's, like pl- it's not like a, it's not like a foam sword, it's like a real to... sword. No, no it's a legit a, sword. It's like a real sword. Why'd you give him a real sword? That's dangerous. It's a good lesson to learn. <laughs> it's a good so lesson. Then it'll, it'll be a very good lesson. Uh, it's actually the, the third oldest. The youngest son is is showing signs of being a blade singer. Like 
Oh, oh. Like like that's what it was. That's fancy. There's a family tradition of being there the kids that party. getting failed at. And They're all like a cluster. <laughs> it's all. I'm just gonna look at a steer and a bit. So, here's what we're gonna do today. You're going to go with your father, <laughs> and I will escort your friends, and they can come with us up to one of the staff suites. Yeah, I think I'm ready to go at this point. So I'll probably get a jump start and go go get to go to my parents' house and get dad. All right. Your dad is in one of the side rooms, uh, catching up with Alicia. Um, I'm going to give the put all my stuff in a bag of holding and give it to whoever wants it. I was like, I can't bear that responsibility. I'm sorry, someone else has to hold that. I'm not taking that. I'm going to wait to summon the spectral mind until we get there. Everybody full of breakfast? Yep. Yep. All right. She picks up a piece of bacon. Let's go. I slowly creep back downstairs because it sounds like everyone's getting up. <laughs> as soon as Nadal comes back, comes back downstairs, I'm gonna like whisper and be like, "I don't know what you're talking about. I like her." Before I leave, I've been I'll, around her for thirty seconds, and I like her. Before I leave, I'll, I'll pick her up, give her a hug, and give her a kiss, and say, "I love you," and head out. She returns it. Oh. <clears throat> She also picks you up. <laughs> <laughs> she slams you down with dress. Yeah. <laughs> it is a loving relationship. It's just she is very regimented with education. And that She's scared. <laughs> Understood. There's two carriages outside. Four people can fit in each of them. Oh. Kids aren't coming. Right. But there's still... I feel like it should be, like, me, Asteria, Nadal, and Varric in one. And then yeah. them two in the other. Oh, I'm fine give with them that. Some I'm time. Give them some time. So we're so gonna do that. if the four of you are in one of them, she's just gonna sit on the front with the driver. Slightly different. With the driver? She's gonna sit... Okay. Gideon tell the is driver going to meet his dad and go a separate way. Oh, yeah. yeah that's, okay. that's so we either split up the party between two carriages or someone's just going to sit on the front. Yeah. She, well, uh, yeah. she did. Yep. Yeah, okay. Gideon. Your father comes in. He's got a child in each arm. <laughs> <laughs> it's been quiet not having them here. Yeah. Alicia's really been keeping up with his studies, mm-hmm. though. He's showing a lot yeah. of progress. He works a lot harder than some kids. Yeah, a lot better at it, too. Not everyone is born with the birth and the glory of the sword. That is that is correct. Fortunately, we found someone in the, in the family to take it over and to continue. I would rather you not touch a sword ever again than give it dishonor. <laughs> I could think we're not hearing this. <laughs> That's why I stick to my quill. <laughs> Speaking of your quill, is that what you're taking with you? No. I'll have something. Alright. So you're given the standard robes and one item. Mm-hmm. I'll summon it when I get there. Alright. <clears throat> uh, Mechanic-wise, I don't need the physical book, right? I can just I can summon it there to have the book. You'd yeah. have to have the physical book. That's how it works. Okay, mm-hmm. then I'll 
I was going to summon the book when I was standing there, but all right, okay, I'll, but I'll, I'll do that. So I'll have my book with me though. Nice. Right, so just bringing your book. Yeah. So just my book. All right. <laughs> do you feel you're ready? I think so. I think it's time. I have a couple surprises. There's not many things that we can tell you to prepare. Um, we've seen a dozen different trials over the year. And the four that are picked for you are at random, so there's no way for us to give you advice on how to prepare for any of them. So, if you feel you're ready. Let's do it. All right. He walks outside, drops the kids off. One of the maids comes out to receive them. And he strolls over to the other carriage. It's about a half hour ride through the city. Um, you're going from the one of the most northern parts to the, one of the southernmost parts. The capital has a rather large arena that's kept, held for special events. Um, special events being military-based um, marches and shows, all the way to private events with the Academy, the Imperium Magicum. As you get there, there are already flying banners waving in the wind, uh, representing the five different houses of the Imperium Magicum. The gates are open, students are going in, it's already been uh, spread around, advertised, so to speak, that one of the professors is taking an exam. And what an opportune time for students to see one of their professors and talk shit. Doing something they're allowed to skip class for the day. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Ooh. I haven't been in class all semester. <laughs> <laughs> so, no pressure or anything. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. How long is the ride to the arena? About half an hour. Okay. You're going to wear your imaginary crown the entire time. Where's yours? <laughs> I don't have a crown. That's what I thought. Okay, anyways. <laughs> I just pull my hood up. <laughs> <laughs> it's like blocking the periphery. <laughs> I'm not here. I'm not here. I'm not here. <sighs> Rick's just sketching in a little notebook for a second. I'm going to turn to Asterion and say, any more luck with that compass? Not, not since uh, we, we entered the city, but mm. I also haven't, haven't checked. I have a feeling it tends to work better on the water. Not you sure. might be surprised. Maybe just spend some time with it. What is it, your compass? It's not mine, but I've heard things about such a device before. Could be wrong. Could be right. <laughs> okay, that's right. I'm not talking to you. Um, <laughs> that's right. I'm not talking. To <laughs> anyway, um, what is the weather like today? Almost impeccably beautiful. Okay, then I'll keep my hood up. It's so super <clears throat> sunny. So I can't really see well. Got it. Okay. As the carriage pulls in, you see students in the streets, um, but also vendors setting up shop. Anytime there's a big event at the uh, arena, everyone who wants to make an extra coin or two sets up a stall. You veer away from everybody uh, going in the main gates, 
and the carriage goes over to the side. Uh, there's a set of guards posted. You stop at the guards. You hear more up top talking and some little idle banter there. You hear her laugh, and then the carriage starts going again. Two or three minutes later, it comes to a stop in a nice shaded area. She hops down, and the driver opens the door for all of you. File out. Mm -hmm. Hopping on out. <clears throat> Does the driver, like, help me down? Does he, like, put a hand out so I can, like, you know, <laughs> step out nicely? I don't put my hand out, <laughs> so... If you stand there and look like you're waiting for him to, he'll probably do it after like five, ten seconds. He'll get the hint. I'll do that. <laughs> There's an awkward silence there. <laughs> and he just puts his hand up. And <laughs> I take it and I say, thank you, kind sir. And I walk off. Varric was just behind that. Watching. <laughs> I'm just holding Varric up, waiting for somebody to help me. You don't see Varric. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that was coming. Do we know where we're going? I assume they do. This way. <laughs> Perfect. Amora starts walking. You see her kind of like side wave to another group of people, obviously wearing the same professor robes. Um, you can start seeing different insignias in the way that the robes are designed. Um, give you a little bit of the classification of how the academy is set up. These look like they're they're definitely like like hall monitors or like to like the people that are ranked higher like professors and whatnot yeah they're all professors and above they're not students no all right cool we're not gonna get challenged <laughs> oh yeah right in front of nice the door <laughs> yes disappointing most of them are intercorp professors and elders there are a couple grand elders there but they're already up in their boxes um she goes through and there's a couple staircases up and there's a beautiful open box it's got 16 seats out in the sun on a little ledge tables inside uh, there's a bar with snacks and decanters of water and juices one with wine and she pours herself a glass of wine and then walks over and takes a seat i'm gonna go get a glass of wine and go sit next to her right. i will not get wine but um how many seats are in this box I'm, make, I'm about to make your wife 30. my best oh, friend. Okay. Oh, okay. So it's I don't happening. have to sit right next to no. her. All right. She's really, she is really sweet. Like, the, the family as a whole tries to help every student that comes in, that comes to them for need. I'm not going to be a student. I just want to be your best friend. She just seems awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so how far up above everything are we? Um, the lower deck has 18 rows and then a line of boxes, and then the second one on top of it has 15 rows. Uh, that's the one that's above where you guys are at. So there's even a little overhang outside of your uh, box you're in. So there's three total tiers? Yep. So we're in the middle tier. Okay. Yep. Okay. How full is the stadium? It's getting pretty full. Uh, there's probably anywhere between 25 and 28,000 people. It's oh. packed. Good lord. Each row about five feet, or two rows about five feet? Two rows. Whatever number you say sounds good, because I can't math. So, um... We're somewhere in the 50 to 60 range. Mm -hmm. Not including height. 
So, your father escorts you all the way up to the main gates. Carriage goes over. You can see the other family carriage there. Um, there are two professors that approach you um, as you get out of the carriage and they see you. One of them from the Mercura Hall and one of them from the Imperial Hall. Both of them are coming just to wish you luck. I, I thank them. Um, they're both excited to see how you do because one of them is going for Elder in the next season. And we'll have to take the trials. I wish them luck. Then they give you their blessing and luck and go inside. Father takes you uh, down the main hall into a side area that is basically the equivalent of a locker room. <clears throat> so is there anything that you would like me to hold for you? No, I've already taken care of everything, so I want to make sure I didn't have something taken at like at the door or something. So all right, and you have your robes and your item. I'm good to go. All right. Whenever you're ready, just walk out the other door. All right. Good luck. Thank you. I give him a hug and let him go. He gives you a hug. On the way out, he stops for a sec. <clears throat> he smiles, then just says, "Really though, good luck." Thank you. It means a lot. The door closes, and you're left there with yourself. I'll give him some time to get to his seat, so and then I'll head out. All right. So probably about, about 10, 15 minutes, maybe. Varric appears behind Gideon, rubbing his shoulders. <laughs> Everywhere. <clears throat> no, but you feel like you can hear my voice. <laughs> I'm going to lean over to Amora and say, are you nervous for today? No. I mean, I would assume, you know, your husband, you love him, you would want him to do well. He's going to do well. I I like your confidence. What sort of challenges could have been picked, I, I suppose? The trials are from the 12 sacred trials of uh, Elvid Kind. Um, the ones that are picked today, we don't know. We won't know until he walks out there. More combat focused than anything? They can be. There are trials that are combat-driven. Who picks the trials? Um, he does. He does? Interesting. But How? he told us that he didn't know what he was doing. Well, he won't know which trial he's picking, but he picks the icons at random, and those icons go with one of the trials. Oh. Because you are the driver of your own fate. Interesting. Very cool. Well, best of luck to him. And to your family as a whole. It'll be nice to have another elder in the family. I'm sure. Mark, you wear with pride. So how far, like, above the stadium, like, the actual, like, floor of the stadium? Like, You're probably about 45 feet off the floor. 
Oh, so we're like it's it's a fairly close view. Yeah. Oh wow. The entire arena is a circle. It's not an oval, uh, like a hockey rink would be. Mm. Um, and the arena floor is a about a hundred fifty foot by hundred fifty foot stone square. Okay. Well, this should be entertaining. All right then. Yeah. Do we see Varric? Is Varric yeah, here? <laughs> Do we see Varric in the box? Hey, I mean that's a twenty-three, which twenty-three is really good. Too bad good you will a thirty-one. Way to go, buddy! Good job. I, I assume in this box there's like a like curtains on one side or something. Yeah, Varric's just like lurking by the curtains, just like standing there invisible because he's trying not to be nervous. I don't really look around, but I go, you don't have to be a creep. You can just be out here with the rest of us. She's got a point, you know. He, he's got He'll a point. He'll come out when he's ready. Ready for what? I don't know. It's a fair point. I'm just kind of pacing around by the... Is it a window or is it open air? Open air. Okay, I'm just kind of pacing around by the railing then, I guess. I don't want to sit down because I'm nervous on Gideon's behalf. Barrett's literally standing there invisible to not be doing what Nadal's doing. <laughs> You're doing it by invisible. Yeah. <laughs> just watching guys. Literally right behind Nadal. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah, nothing to do yeah. but wait. Yeah. If everyone's done, then... I'll say the 15 minutes is up and I'll go up. Alright. Does his father join us in the box at some point? Yes. Okay. His father walks in, sees all of you, gives like a smile. Morning. How's everyone doing? And he goes over and he sits on the other side of Elmora. Okay, as you walk through the other side of the room, there's a area of the passage that is lined with magical stones with runes on them. And you step through they glow bright and then they turn green security <laughs> beep 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 <laughs> you've passed TSA <laughs> pre-check <clears throat> for you guys up top you see a rather old looking elven man walk out onto the middle of the arena that's saying something if he looks old yeah he looks ancient first age he doesn't look oh. it. He is ancient. If he looks like that, he's the original. Yeah, Whoa. founder of the academy. No, of elves. <laughs> of elves. <laughs> he predates the academy. He predates. He's elves. old enough that he has a cane that he's he walking predates. with. Wow. As he gets to the middle, he flips his cane over and taps it above him. You hear his voice echo across the arena. Students, faculty, friends, guests, and those seeking entertainment at the expense of the divine arts. <laughs> we welcome you today as we press an examination of one of our inner court professors as they seek to join the ranks of elder. He looks over the entrance that you're standing in. <laughs> Professor Gideon Galore from a long line of Magnicum professors. 
you may enter. Come out. There's a decent bit of cheering. There is a little bit of booing. <laughs> <laughs> it's no surprise. <laughs> Not a surprise at all. I lean over to Connelly and I say, "Don't tell Thea we didn't bring her stupid posters. Just like you and I, we did. We brought them. Oh, we I left them in the stadium. Forgot about those posters. We didn't. We had them here. <laughs> Somebody took the posters. Right. So, oh yeah, shoot. I don't know about it. I'm not covered in glitter. Understood. She's gonna be upset. She won't know if you lie to her. Oh. Right. Okay. There are four stages of examinations that you must go through to join the rank of elder. He holds up his hands, and as he spreads them, twelve glowing orbs come out. He said, pick four. Actually pick four. Mm -hmm. Next pick. You may choose. (laughs) One at a time. Mm -hmm. Just pick the numbers. Eleven. Eleven? Alright. That one says you Choose again. Eight. Alright. Four. Four, eight, and eleven. And... Choose number three, my lord! (laughs) (laughs) Four, eight, eleven, and twelve. I couldn't help myself. Number three, my lord. It's from Shrek. It's from Shrek. Number three, my lord. Number three, my lord. (laughs) (laughs) You have chosen well. He turns around and he just kind of hobbles off to the side. (laughs) (laughs) How close are we to Gideon? It's about 30 feet to the ring to the stage I'm going to lean over to Nadal and say you don't think Varric's crazy enough to try to do something do you? Have you met Varric? That's what I was concerned about (laughs) There's a tent over on the side and you can see that there are several other people that don't make appearances that often there's one of the council and then all five hallmasters are there Eric is going to be sitting on the edge of the box. Um, like, literally sitting on the rail in case he needs to get up and just take a running jump <laughs> to close some distance. Oh Are you God. still invisible? Yep. <laughs> oh, jeez. He like, just, okay. just perched on the railing. I, and just I lean over to Connelly. <laughs> See, here's the thing about Eric. Although he's kind of a dick, he's also... Not a bad person. So if somebody needs help, especially from this group, especially his sister, well, he'll throw himself on the line for you. I understand that, but he does realize this is a test. Oh, he right? doesn't care. Okay. If, All right. Yes. Mm, um, it's fantastic. like a you know protector thing that he got it does. Got right. it. Understood. So I've never done this on stream, but we've never really kind of gone over how this is done. So I want to summon the spectral mind, but I want to explain how I how I do it All this right. time. So, as he's walking away, I wait respectfully for him to get to his seat, and I just yell to everyone, thank you for coming, everyone. <laughs> just yelling. <laughs> yelling. <laughs> he's, his voice is imagining. Thanks for coming, everyone! His voice is imagining. He's his mouth. We're just like up there like, what is he saying? Yeah. Didn't press, didn't prepare a presentation, just Nothing. literally screaming. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> yep. 
No thaumaturgy, uh, just yelling. I'm, I'm just like swirling my wand, like, this is entertaining. <laughs> Thank you for your support, and let's see what happens. I'm gonna take my spell book and put it in the air and summon out here visibly. Alright. Oh. Like the book like transforms like mid throw. Yeah, like. That's That's cool. Because I've always done it just kind of like in the morning before everyone's up, and I don't like have to throw it. I just, just always assumed she was just constantly there, like Tinkerbell. Like, I never thought about hmm. her having to be summoned. He does it as part of his morning yoga. Garrett's <laughs> <laughs> just perched on a ledge, having watched Gideon do this before, silently. <laughs> wow, theatrics. Just like. There's a little bit of celebration and lots of murmurs and discussion and chatter echoing across the arena. And then you hear one of the hall masters say, let the trial of temptation begin. Ooh. It's a library, I'm screwed. <laughs> it's a library, I'm screwed. <laughs> I must leave within an hour. You can only pick one book. Everything <laughs> around you seems to shimmer and disappear. And you're left with just the arena and darkness beyond it. There's a single podium with a bowl on it in the center. We can all see this. Or we, we what, can just what see. Do we see. Like, yeah, what can yeah, we see? You, not you can there see now? into it. Oh, okay. So it's like oh, so we're it's looking like a, a down dome. into the darkness and see the bowl. Okay. All right. I don't so see. I, I, you I, don't I, see like any yeah. Okay. 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 Uh, I'll examine the, the podium. The, the like I'll work my way to it and just inspecting as I go, All seeing right. if there's anything that's weird, any any sort of symbols, anything. All right. There's not really anything different about it. It's just a big bowl filled with water. Okay. Just. Just. What if I look into the bowl, <laughs> into the water? Oh. You see a future version of you. You see yourself as the only hallmaster left. You see yourself sitting on the throne of the Empire. You see yourself holding a book with angelic wings behind you. And you see more than that the ability for you to write your own future in the way that you specifically want it to be without any deviations. Mm. You can pick the path that you want, but you have to leave your spellbook behind. So I, I have to pick one of those options or I can write my own? Those are the ones... You can pick any future that you want out of those. Every time you blink, you see a different future, a different possibility. Each one more tempting than the last. The temptation is you can have anything you want, but you have to give up your spell book. So I don't have to pick one, I just can. I can choose to pick one, or I can keep my spell book. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's an easy choice. Just keep the spell book. Always. If you give up your knowledge, then what are you? 
power means nothing without knowledge. You're going to walk away from it? 100%. As soon as you turn around to walk away, the bowl shatters. The second of the Hallmasters says, let the trial of sacrifice begin. That sounds way worse. <laughs> what is going on in the crowd this entire time? People are on the edge of their seats. Varric is watching everybody except for Gideon this entire time. Looking for the slightest thing. Pointing to something going wrong. Oh, I'm watching the bubble. I'm just drinking my wine and enjoying the show. <laughs> Is there anyone else in this box with us, or is it just the small group of us? Small group of you. Okay. I'm just trying to figure out how to make his wife my best friend. (laughs) (laughs) Patience. The arena swirls around you in this gray, sparkly smoke, and you now see a set of ruins that you're standing in. Dicey in the middle of it. There's a knife on one side, and a hooded figure chained to the wall. On the right side of it, bound in chains, is a book. There's a person, a knife, and a book. Can the knife be used to free the person? You can take a strength check and try. I feel that knowledge can always be obtained. And so sacrifice the moment to learn, to to save the person that cannot wait. So I'll try the the knife in the locks. Take a strength check. Doesn't break it. Hmm. Um, is the knife okay? The knife's okay. Um, how were the chains attached? Were they attached to? Um, most of her body, except a piece open on their chest. magical abilities or is this just decisions? The magic is gone and it's just Just decisions. If I go to the book, is the book empty? The book is also bound in chain. So I have to sacrifice one or the other. Mm -hmm. I'll stab the book. Stab the book. Power cannot be had at the expense of life. As you stab the book, it almost looks like the metal off the blade seeps down into it. You've chosen to sacrifice knowledge over family.
again, another swirl, swirl of silver light, but the silver turns gold this time. And a new scene appears. It looks like you're standing in the courtyard of the castle. There are bodies everywhere. Which, which castle? Your castle. The family. Mm. the family keep. What gets your attention first is the bodies of your children. Oof. Body parts missing. Blood drained. <gasps> you see your wife speared in four spots. And you see Thea sitting in the seat of honor, licking blood off of her fingertips. I'm leaning over the railing now because I can't sit down. What do we see? Like, like we see Yeah, I'm definitely out of my seat. Just like leaning over to Nadal going, yikes. This escalated very quickly. Yeah, that's (laughs) tough. The trial of mercy has begun. Is Varric still invisible? Lurking like a creep. I'm. I'm just wondering if. Wait. Because we're all we're all able to check. see. Okay. Nope. Oh, yeah. No, I don't see anything. Absolutely nothing. <laughs> I see zero things. Because we can. Because we can I all see this scene <laughs> out. Like we can see his kids and Thea and all that, right? So. You can tell that it looks like Thea, but might not actually be Thea. The rest of you. I think it could be potentially be Thea since she's not there with you. <laughs> right. Fifteen. I mean, pass at twenty-five. I'm not even watching the scene though. All right. I'm still just eyeing the crowd. What's what's a moral? Yeah. She looks irritated. <laughs> She's got her wine glass in her right hand, but you can tell that she is clenching the uh, chair of the armchair that's there. She's pissed. Can't she knows I, for a mm, fact it would take at least oh, man, six spears through her. <laughs> <laughs> the inaccuracies. I lean over to Kamala and I go, well, I guess we don't have to tell that Thea's a fucking vampire now. I think she already knows. Yeah. But she I whisper put two that. and two together. Whisper. Mechanics question. So, I mean, clearly this is, it, it's an illusion of an, a possible event. Mm-hmm. True sight, how did true sight work in, in the situation? Would it treat it as the actual situation where I could tell, is this actually Thea or is this someone else? Or would it just say, yeah, it's an illusion? It would say, yes, it's an illusion or not. That's it. Not. Yeah. Because it's an illusion of the scene, not an illusion covering the person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, I wasn't sure how how it worked mm-hmm. in this type of situation. There's no one else. It's just Thea and the bodies. Yep. Do you speak? Can she? Yeah. Like I'm, I'm asking her. Can you speak? Of course, Gideon. Why? What happened here? I was hungry. And I lost control. And this sounds like the, uh, everything points to this is Thea, that I can tell. There's 
there's no hints that there's nothing that seems like it's meant to be someone pretending to be Thea. No. It's just this is Thea and she lost control. I'm gonna just pour some more wine into Amora's <laughs> glass <for her. laughs> and just like kind of like just like tap her arm and then sit back down. Is Varric around? Is anyone here? I'm asking her. Like I know, I know. Nobody's left. Nobody's left. You're the last one. Interesting virtues. Are you under? Are you in control of yourself now? I am. I trust her. <laughs> I trust that response. That's up to you. I see. Don't where to go with this. I can't just kill her. I need to save what's left. But I don't know how. Mm -hmm. I'm legit stuck. Is everybody in the audience just silent this whole time? Nobody's saying anything. Nobody's saying anything. <sighs> no, while I'm thinking, I've been rushed. I've been going to the bodies to see if there's anything. I know there's not, but I'm just still doing it instinctively. A lot of the murmuring is because the Trial of Mercy hasn't been picked in 80 years. Oh. Most of the students weren't even alive when it was selected last. I lean over to Astaire and shouldn't that be like a math test or something? Like, I don't... This feels like a lot. Yeah. I <laughs> I can't stand it. I don't know what the other option is. I'm struggling to think of what the other option is. I'll lean over to Nadal and just say, I mean it's mercy, so he has to forgive her, right? Isn't Would that... you forgive someone who murdered your entire family? I mean, no, but that's me. I barely forgive them for talking bad about me. But I feel like that's just a natural reaction. Like, of course you'd be... You could never forgive someone who slaughtered your whole family. But the whole thing is Oh mercy. shit, I just like... had a self-realization moment. <laughs> 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 Whoopsies. Oh dear. I accidentally became my own therapist. <laughs> I'm gonna say, you okay? I... Um, <clears throat> yes, I'm fine. I, 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 yeah, I guess. I, I don't know. It's not like she's a stranger either. It's. I'm still just watching. But when she's like that, I guess she is. I guess we'll see what he does. Thea. This can't continue. You can't be a vampire anymore. There's no way to change that. 
Grindel and be like, he just said she's a vampire. <laughs> she definitely knows now. <laughs> <laughs> like three feet from her. Too. I'm just like, <laughs> hey, Mara. I didn't she, know anything. She knew already. Uh, it came, I think it came out before. Oh. She knows everything. Oh, she, she knows. Just because humanity and all of those alive don't know that it exists doesn't mean that it doesn't exist. I think we have to find a way to cure you to cure you of this. Can you cure vampires? I'm not sick, Gideon. Doesn't that kill her? Anything that drives you to kill people because you're hungry is a sickness. If Don't you, you kill animals? Checkmate vegetarians. But that is done under control. And that is done... With mercy? Question. Existential <laughs> 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 Oh, man. Lucian Fee is a dick. I will say this, How though. At least he is not actually... All of it. Here yeah, right now, because that would be really weird. <laughs> that, can you imagine? That would be uncomfortable. Uncomfortable. Mm, a little bit. I'll scan the crowd for any pink, pink hair. Yeah. <laughs> so it would be less uncomfortable than seeing your dead body of your children? <laughs> no, I just mean, like, then Theo would be dead IRL because Gideon's wife is here, and I oh, right. just feel like that would, let's, you know, let's light a match and throw it on the fire. That's <laughs> fair. That would be very awkward. The way that that is done, we we do it with thought, we do it with care, and we thank those who give those to sustain the rest of us. We don't waste. We don't kill with malice. This is with malice. This is without control. There's there was no malice here. The fact that you lost control and slaughtered five people that is not how it would people. Sorry. There's only five here. Yes. No. Oh. You don't... When people kill animals to feed, it is done with control, and it's done with the limit of what do you need to survive. You did not need to do this to survive. Mm. That's a perspective that you can take after you've spent a hundred years climbing up the food chain. You decided the best ways to take an animal's life after you were barbarians. And then you criticized me for getting hungry? No. It's not what I said. It's not what I meant. What I'm saying is, we were barbarians. We did kill, needlessly. But we've evolved. We have gained knowledge to prevent that from happening. We don't do that anymore. There are some that still don't have that knowledge. But those of us who have achieved it, we try to, to live by that, and we try to not deviate from that. That sounds like an arbitrary requirement you set on yourself, when things would be easier if you just took what you wanted. Kill her, kill her, kill... <laughs> nope, okay. 
I just slowly put my hand over. <laughs> <laughs> you slowly hear chanting from outside the room. Kill her. <laughs> what have you done? Someone's gonna do it. You know Whoops. someone's gonna do it. I mean, talking wasn't getting them anywhere. Yeah, but Gideon's a talker. Gideon is a talker. Very much. Overthinker. Less talking, more action. Perched on the balcony, is going to use the growing sound to hide his own voice. Here we go. As I'm going to cast Sending to Gideon. You're doing good. Remind her of the guilt she would be feeling. Appeal to the humanity the real Thea has. Beyond that, you can do no more than be true to yourself. Good luck. Does it get through? It gets through. Okay. You see one of the hallmasters kind of look in your direction. <laughs> 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 Still invisible perch, holds his breath. <laughs> hmm. I can break that into words. Um. <coughs> the spiritual part doesn't work. What about? Do you not regret? And does it not bother you or concern you? Because these are living creatures that they have purpose, they have emotions. You, you are a cleric. You love all animals. You love all of those innocent creatures. And I'm not saying everyone here is innocent, but you, you love the innocence of nature, of children, of people why why should you sacrifice that what was sacrificed you, you sacrificed your humanity this is not what someone who peacefully lives in humanity in a society does the society here that you love is one that has tried to tell me how to live my life every single day I've lived. It was my parents, it was the core, it was that stupid wyvern. Yes, and we as a group were trying to assist you from freeing yourself from that. You got away from your parents, you got away from the core, you got away from the wyvern. And so now you get to impose your morality onto me? I'm not imposing my morality. I'm asking you to look at yours. Think of who you were before this happened. 
Would that Thea be okay with this? But who will you be because of this? I am not here to force you to do a decision. I am just trying to give you the information so you can make the right choice for yourself. For who you are. Look around. I've already made my choice. You can't let something like this happen again. This pains me. This is, cuts me very deep. My children are dead. My wife is dead. But you are also an important friend of mine, and you are still here. I can't save them. I don't have the ability to heal people. But that doesn't mean I can just take vengeance on the person who did this. I need to help them. I need to have them help themselves to prevent something like this tragedy from happening again. Thea sits back and smiles at you. And you see her figure turn to smoke. And the chair turns to smoke. And then stone by stone, it all disappears. Everything around you. And you're left back in the arena where you originally were. Good thing. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know I was is anybody tired. cheering? Like, is it just still silent? Still silent. The fourth hall master looks at you. You've met with temptation. You've met with sacrifice. You've met with mercy. Gideon starts crying. <laughs> and now, it's the trial of peace. Mm. And that's where we'll take our first break. Oh. And welcome back. Gideon, you can see the light uh, from the sky coming back in. The crowd is kind of quiet. And for the first time, you kind of can tell that they saw the exact same thing you did. And I think, oh, <clears throat> shit. <laughs> <laughs> and now you're panicking. It wasn't before. Mm, great. Mm-hmm. Especially knowing... He's not worried about everybody else. He's worried about... No. His, he's, he knows his wife saw that scene. How is Amora's body language at this point, now that the scene is, like, Hostile. gone? Ooh, okay. Right. I'm not going to say or do anything. <laughs> I'm just going to be like, yep, okay. It was smart of Thea to leave the house. <laughs> smart of Thea to not be here today, too. Yep. Yeah. See one of the hallmasters stand up, and he picks up... Um, a little trunk (laughs) and he walks over to the stage he sits it down and he opens it and this silvery metallic material comes out of it and it kind of slithers across the arena until it gets about 25-30 feet from you and then it starts to take shape one block at a time it just forms itself into a creature standing across from you. And then as it gets colored, it looks like you're standing there staring at yourself. That's terrifying. Ooh. So <laughs> Let the trial of peace begin. Spider-Man mean? <laughs> Spider-Man. Trial of peace. Does it, does it do anything? Or is it just mirror my movements? It's just standing there. 
That's worse somehow. To be fair, <laughs> to be fair it sounds like you're just standing there. So. <laughs> what if I take a step forward? Taking a step forward towards it? Yeah. It's going to start walking towards you. Ooh. Like, matching or like, is it actually like... No, it's walking. So if you stop. It's still walking. Yeah. yeah. That's fair. Sorry, what was the name of this, of this trial? Peace. Oh, peace. And that's something they say, right? They say yep. this is the trial. Okay. <clears throat> okay. I'll stop. I'll let it come to me. It's going to come straight towards you. <laughs> <laughs> Roll for initiative. <laughs> <laughs> Not good. Thing is coming for you. 19. See, the funny thing about the, the trial of peace is peace was never an option. <laughs> peace was never an option. <laughs> so good. I haven't gotten that far yet. Which campaign is that? It's going to put its hand up towards your book and cast a spell magic. Uh oh, that's not gonna work. It's uh, it's not. It's not good. You can. Yeah. Uh, no. <laughs> um. <coughs> was that its its turn? Um, it can also counterspell your counterspell. Because it can use a reaction. Yep. Okay. So it's just like spurts of glitter, but nothing's <laughs> actually happening on either side. <laughs> so then it would still roll for the dispel magic. What is the level for the book? Is Keen Mind fourth level? It's not a spell. It's an ability, right? Yeah. It's the glass feature. So this is doing the spell magic on the object. Uh, I don't know if you ever told me what that was. Unless you have one written for Ayum, there's not a official number. What's your spell casting DC? Ayun is a 6. 6 level. So you need what, a 16? Yep. And I already used my reaction, so that's good. So you upcast that counter spell. Looks 17. And your turn. Summon dispel. Summon dispel. No, I can only do it once. <laughs> oh, so it's like once a day? Yeah. Uh-oh. Hmm. I mean, this is the last. So that means that I would lose access to my spells then because that was my spell point. Yes. Oh, shit. And I have no weapons. Does the other thing work? Still? It does. Because that's part of you. Okay. It's just 
keep the secrets out here. <laughs> so, I'll jump in the air this time. <coughs> and I'll transform in the air. Alright. <laughs> well, your exhaustion levels. <coughs> or your turn count. Uh, turn count is level 12. So, it's a d6 through, turn, through level 12, so d6. Mm -hmm. Yep. We're level 12? No, yeah. up to level 12, it's a decent okay. roll. Yeah. Like, that's a level up? Mm, not great. Uh, 12 yeah. Three. Alright. <coughs> could be better, could be worse. When your shadow turns into Ion for six rounds. <laughs> peace, peace, don't kill me. Hmm. Hmm. I can't think of what I can do. I was thinking to go that way. Spell Good and Evil doesn't have um, components, right? There's not. No. I'll try that. Alright. Okay. Does that do anything? No. <coughs> Does anyone react? How do people react to his transformation? Um, a lot of people are surprised. There's uh, you clamoring in the crowd, people excited, some people a little concerned. Uh, you can pick up that there's a box four or five down from you that has um, government officials in it. And they are st mm -hmm. they're taking notes. Varric mm -hmm. mm -hmm. is going to clock everyone in that box. Varric is looking for anyone who is not reacting. Alright. Give me a perception check. Your wife knew about this, right? I think so. Uh, I'm gonna say, how's reacting? I mean, I'm sure we would have talked like, yeah. over the time. Okay. Well, no, because we was over the break. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Damn. Only a fifteen. Everyone looks like there's some type of reaction. Yeah. I mean, with the amount of people here um, and the time that it takes to scan across all of it, it's a lot. What does the, the true sight yeah, show? Does it show anything different? Nope. You just still, see a, it's still just a body of something. <clears throat> I'll speak to it in it. I'll try to speak to it in its mind. Because I, I have telepathy with this. Oh, so we wouldn't hear this. Okay. <clears throat> Give me a wisdom save. 23. Alright. Roll some dice. I guess I can't talk to it. As you talk to it, it kind of, there's a 
a secretion noise that comes back. Ugh. I'm take 16 <laughs> psychic damage. Ooh. I'm trying to talk to it. I did not like that. I mean, that's kind of how I feel after but you're not frightened of service. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds about right. Started it. <laughs> There's no way to do non-lethal damage, right? With two giant great swords. <laughs> and with the flat end. Swing it back. Boink. Boom. Boom. Yeah. Yeah. There's a decent flat side. Turn into a cricket stick. <laughs> Sideways. Nope. Uh, gotten hit by a field hockey stick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So I'm gonna fly towards it into the. The double great sword attacks. All right. How's the father looking about him holding swords? <laughs> <laughs> terrified. 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 Just said that. Too. So big. Uh, twenty-three. Twenty-three will hit. And. Use fake point. No. Nat twenty for a thirty-five. Okay. Oh. Uh, health ups for damage by first week of rule and a d20 for damage? Wow! Alright, so two hits. Face for a one. Actually, I'm going to do it this way because I don't have enough dice here. Oh god. <laughs> That's well, a good dice here. You said four boxes over? Yep. What's the gap between box to box? Uh, three feet with a statue in between them. With a statue with in a between statue them? in between them? Like, does the statue oh, I... alongside, or, like, does it reach all the way out to the front of the box? Um, depending on which statue it is. What's the path over to their box? If you go down the hallway, you would just knock on the fourth door on the left. Yeah, but that's <laughs> lame. <laughs> what about just, like, box to box? You would be going through people sitting in chairs and... Not if I stayed on the railing. Yeah. <laughs> You could do that. For three attacks. Two attacks, one Right. There's a lot of dice going on right now. Yeah. Yeah, that, that sounds so. That's 18 and. What appears to be in the next box over? Next one over? Um, it is a group from the Sky Hall. Yeah, losers. I'll go run across the front of their box. <laughs> oh, Here we go. Uh, do we hear anything? Like, do we hear the footsteps on the railing or anything? Um, I mean, acrobatics. I can hear him fall. Right. <laughs> just trip over someone's lap. <laughs> right. Just hear commotion Natural in the box. Natural twenty for twenty-five. Oh my god. Oh my god. Of course you you're do. almost yeah, dancing in your fluidity. <laughs> so a combined 154 damage. All right. <gasps> Jesus Christ. Wow. Holy cow. It was 12d6 and 18d8. Wow. Plus, plus wow. For, the, for the two attacks with one of them being a crit. Jesus. The crowd goes wild. You smash this thing. The goop explodes and goes everywhere. Ew. It only had 153 <laughs> 
Probably wasn't the answer though. For peace. <laughs> peace how much a, we were challenge for peace i destroyed it <laughs> we were just talking about splash zone like how far out is this, <laughs> yeah, right? this thing just as the pieces like fly up towards the edge of the arena you notice that they stick to some type of barrier and then slide mm. down the wall just making sure okay i don't want that sticky goop on me they have to collect that goop for the next trial. <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely jumping up and being like, <laughs> It just starts molding something. Gideon, you see the little dots slowly start moving. <gasps> and they get faster and you see clumps come together. And then the entire thing reforms itself. Ew. Peace was never enough. And he stands there. Looking at you. Does it have like hair stuck to it now? Because it's been like uh, everywhere. Oh, bro. It's a grass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mm -hmm. I'm gonna sit back down. Be like, well, damn. Uh, so that was its turn. Was that? Yep. Reformation. <laughs> I'm gonna lean over to doppelganger cast reassemble. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm gonna lean over to Amor and go. Still pretty impressive, though. Yeah, as long as it doesn't kill him. Fair point. I shrug. Wait, can he actually die in that arena? Oh, yes, 100%. Yes. Right. yes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So. That's news. I'll do this and then see what happens. Uh, I'll pull the bow out. <laughs> so I'll have the bow as protect right. itself out, reach back and grab it, and I'll attack with it. <laughs> and then I'm going to just fly down and slip down. But I thought it couldn't have... I can only have one. <clears throat> where, where are these things coming from? <coughs> from him. From him. Oh. 21 to hit. Out of his, his person. Form, um, oh. Do you want to use their reaction for shield? Okay. Nope. Nope. That is all. But I can. I can actually surge. <laughs> As your arrow flies, you guys can all see it. It stops, and there's sparks coming out from this invisible field right in front of this creature. Gideon, does that drop you out of... That gives me two more. Alright. Two more turns? Mm -hmm. Oh, you're, As... you're overburning. <clears throat> Alright. It's going to. It's not good. You know how when you make a bad decision, you look at you, a bad decision, and you see it, its hand comes up because you know you're already a bad decision. So you think, what it. the hell? Just and he kind of just winds up okay. and throws this fireball at you. <gasps> oh. Bad run. <laughs> Lovely. Um, so that would be a deck save on yours. 
I also can bring people back to life, so. In case we need it. I can imagine that his wife would let him die, Alright. Successful save. 27 points of fire damage. <clears throat> Sorry, what was, what was the damage? 27. A mere scratch. You guys see this thing, the fire explodes around uh, Gideon's angelic form, the fire rolling around corners and igniting um, the arena. Gideon, your turn. Try to bow again. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, we do. We do have fake coins. Now on it's the time to use them. Uh, twenty nine. That'll hit. This is arrow of death, right? At this point, I'm running across railings. Assassinating government officials. What? Assassinating government officials. <laughs> Just, you know, normal Saturday. Real quick, real quick, BRB. <laughs> uh, 29 points of damage, and con save. Oh, uh, plus save, so 35. 35 points of damage? Oh, you what? Oh, yeah. <laughs> 2311. 18 on the con save. Can't sell barbs, can I? Because I don't know. Action search. <laughs> Alright. Try again. Alright. I think that's the first time one person has used both of them, isn't it? One yeah. turn. I will check. Oh, that was In one turn. <laughs> It's the second one you have to use, right? So yeah. 16. 16 will not hit. Yeah. I have one turn left. Just casting and throwing out these bow shots. Hope for the best. <clears throat> it looks at you again. And for a moment, it just stands there uh, before it lifts both hands together. Quick infected. Make an intelligence saving throw. Nineteen will pass. Yes. 
Well, Lana rolls a bunch of dice. Gideon is not the first character to use two fate coins on the same night. Let me guess. Definitely the first to do it on the same turn. <clears throat> Thea. 16. It was Thea. <laughs> <laughs> That's already halved. So it 44. That's already halved. It was 32. On your turn. Um, this purple, sparkly psychic energy explodes right in front of you. And it's like a 20-foot radius of just a staticky um, sphere. For a 27 to hit. 27 will hit. What was the roll? Uh, it was a the bow. All right. Bow. And then... What was the roll count? Roll count? Like, for your attack roll? What was the dice roll? I rolled 14. Silvery barbs. Oh. It happens. It happens. Whoa, 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 whoa. Pump the brakes. Has to be the world one, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So 14 on the Okay. Oh! I'll but take that. The higher of the two is the natural 20. <laughs> Wait. Yeah, it has to be the lower. It has to be the lower. It's disadvantage. Yep. Okay. How long have you been waiting to do that? <laughs> oh, oh so long. One million 14 years. 14 months. <laughs> it's been 87 years. It's been 87 years. Four score and seven years. Just wait for my insane multi-class in Campaign 2 that only knows first level spells and is only bothered to learn so many barbs. It's only bothered to learn. For each team? For each of its classes? 16. <laughs> no, so, after that bow, I'll land on the ground, sit cross-legged, put the bow, say, great fight, sir. You're saying that because you're like, <gasps> yeah. He's like, <laughs> what's your exhaustion level? That's what we're gonna find out. Uh, no, I gotta remember what it is now. This is the part where we find out if he's dead or not. It, well, seriously? So it's, yes. Oh, okay, great. It's it's a D4 and then another D4. I thought it was two sixes. He did say that there was a whole healing wing at this academy, mm-hmm. right? Uh, yes, but this is big magic. This is like dead dead. Oh, okay. It's a D4, two. Then it's a D6. Let me just uh, see what I can get. So three total. <sighs> Told me it would round down. No, it's something heavy a little more stuff. So you have disadvantage on ability checks, your speed is halved, and you have disadvantage on attack rolls and saving throws. <laughs> Very familiar with all of those. <laughs> Hey, after that, uh, after that box of like scry tower bitches, <coughs> who was next? The next was um the Phoenix Hall. Yeah, a bunch of losers. <laughs> All right, and I run across their balcony. Right, who's, who's next? <laughs> what did you roll on that one? Oh, do I have to roll for each of them? Yep. All the coins. We've got a... 11. God. <coughs> 22. Woo. For what? If anybody sees you. I'm invisible. Um, it's less the invisible and more whether or not you end up kicking over someone's drink on your way through. <laughs> 
because it's the acrobatics roll to see if you can run across the ledge. There are drinks on the balcony railing? Yeah. They would never let this slide at a professional sporting race. <laughs> no. Okay, I didn't realize there were drinks sitting there. Yeah. Got it. It's elves, not Camden Yards. <laughs> <laughs> I'd expect okay. drinks to be on the rails at Camden Yards. They don't allow there. There's too many problems in the past. Okay, there are drinks along. Got yep. it. No, I didn't realize that. Yeah, that was what... It wasn't a balance check to see if you fall or not. It was... Okay, I would have taken that much more carefully then. Is this in the box next to us? Two over now. Two, two over, two over now. So, he, so he's he, gone. We're, we're not going to we notice wouldn't. anything. No, two he, boxes. Moon walked across the, the first one. Okay. I'm just going to leap to the next one. All right. And then pause and hold my breath. People are scrambling to clean up the mess. <laughs> um, they think that wind knocked it over. There was just a bunch of, like... The wind whoosh. did knock yeah. it over. The excitement. Someone knocked it over. No one's going to claim it because no one wants to be that person. I'm going to take my time through the next one. All right. Letter of prayer. Gideon. He walks over in front of you. And it's just you. You see it lift its arm. And those same flames come out of it again. In the middle of the fire, you can see that each of the fingers have turned into sharp, pointed ends on them. Ew. He pulls his arm back. What would you like to do? (laughs) (laughs) Not much. That's about all I have left. (laughs) He thrusts his hand straight down, and you feel kind of like a tingly feeling as it goes through you. Nothing painful. And as you look down, you see it just start to turn to smoke. It's a good show, sir. And bit by bit, it just falls back into itself, and you see that smoke flow across the floor and go back into the box from where it came. You had to put on a show. There is cheering from across the arena. Woo! Get in! People have seen definitely the show that they came for. Um, professors are talking about the quality of the next generation of professors coming in to be elder. Um, oh. Not me. Oh, the one after you. Yeah, the next like they can't be worse than this. Gen Z is coming in. That's what we're talking about. There's already talks about. Uh, your kids being of high pedigree and them coming into the academy. High pedigree. <laughs> From the other side. A, ju- <laughs> a just monocle. <laughs> a just- you you skip a-, a generation every now and then. <laughs> oh, I keep my monocle now. <laughs> <laughs> and a top hat. And, and a really shiny top hat. You see someone get up and walk towards the arena. You recognize him as... Hallmaster Shiloh of the Exodus Tower. He has in his hands a new cloak. Mm. And a new rope. He steps on air. It looks like he just kind of floats up onto the arena. (laughs) And he walks over to you with a smile. I look up. (laughs) 
Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, you look a little uh, worse for wear over here. Breathing hurts. Breathing hurts. <laughs> Either way, you put on a good show, and on behalf of the Hall Masters, we'd like to congratulate you. His voice echoes across the arena. Today we have seen Professor Galore face the trial of temptation, the trial of sacrifice, the trial of mercy, and the trial of peace. And through temptation, sacrifice, mercy, and peace, four of the valorous uh, items that we are founded on as an academy, he has emerged victorious. And in one piece, mostly. Face down with the dirt. <laughs> Just gonna sleep it off. <laughs> As a result, we are proud to announce we have a new elder, the Imperium, Elder Gore. Back in three days. Yay, clapping! <laughs> the crowd goes wild. There are still people booing. Oh. There's more people booing. There, take them out. <laughs> yeah. Varric, you get to the fourth one. I'm looking around for Varric. Did you just miss the entire show? You recognize a couple of the military officers in there because they have you near uniforms on. And they're talking about the potential inside threat of the academy. Oh, God. And the threat of um, the independence that the academy has in terms of the city. Typical. Course control. Just gonna clock names and positions. Alright. Uh, gonna see if I can get a peek at any of the notes they have. Do you knock their drinks off the railing on purpose? <laughs> <laughs> Whoops, just the wind. Um, there are a lot of people around the tables where they're writing notes. Did you want to try to get as close as you can? Nope. Just gonna kind of peer. Alright. I've got a kind of vantage looking down on it. I'm going to kind of pick my spots, see what I All can right. pick up. All Unir officers? Mm-hmm. Entire box. Entire box. All talking about their issues with the Academy? Yeah. Or the potential issue? Potential future issues. How many of them? Almost 20. Whew. There was nothing else for them to do today? Yeah, <laughs> apparently. Well, they all met their quota for tickets, so they figured they'd <laughs> <laughs> show up. In the box. You can see Elmora, like, visibly relax. I'm going to pour some wine, clink it, and go congratulations to you and your family. Honestly, I didn't think you would make it. <laughs> well, now we must celebrate. Cheers. There'll be a lot of celebrating at the estate tonight. Are we invited? <laughs> Shameless. It's worth celebrating with friends. And you are my husband's friends. 
she did you hear that? She didn't <laughs> say that you're her friend. She said you're not Gideon's friend. Yet. Your Gideon's not friend. Not yet. Stop trying so hard. Speaking of friends, where's Varric? I stopped trying to locate Varric. Um, one, because I don't care, but also two, because if Varric doesn't want to be found, he's not going to be. Is there anyone among this group that I know? You recognize a couple of them. Um, debriefings from when you were in the Anir, people that were on stage with high-ranking officers. But one thing you can tell, none of them have ever seen combat. They've all got cushy jobs in the capital. Course. The guys with the raised truck, but they've never been off-roading in their lives. <laughs> Garage kept F-350. Mm-hmm. Is the, the volume level still pretty loud? Decently. People are talking about the trials and what happened. People are, um, you hear kids talking about what it's going to be like when they take it one day. I'm going to as quietly as possible uh, cast Enhance Ability on myself. Alright. Uh, choosing Dexterity. Uh, and then I'm just going to kind of wait for a moment and uh, when they go to eventually start filtering out, I'm just going to pick the credentials off one or two of them. All right. Sleight of hand. Sleight of hand. All right. Uh, 22. And I'm intentionally picking one who's been drinking. Alright. I'll give you advantage on that one. I already have advantage on that one. Alright. Double advantage. That's the enhance ability. You're able to get the snip right off of his, um belt. Just a um, little badge. Has his name written on the back of it. Um, he is one of the captains of the patrol guard for uh, Epskill. Huh. Is this badge just like floating in air at this point? <laughs> Once he has it, I think it goes into his Does it? Oh, okay. If not, I will literally duck behind the curtain. Mm. Or you can just <laughs> slip it in a pocket. I feel like that would... Oh, know. yeah, it would disappear. Yeah. Yep. It's one of the guard captains of the of Epskill. Then I'll just slip either right or left to balcony to one that, like, most people have left so far and just... All right. Slip over there and slip out the door. Sounds good. Can I tell? Is Amora warming up to me at all? <laughs> Give me a perception check. All right, hold on. Where's this begins? Twelve. You don't notice when it happened, but... You blinked and she's gone. Ah, oh, damn it! <laughs> Shit! Excellent troll. I'm just like, ah, ah. Gideon. 
the locker room. Your wife's there waiting for you. I'm assuming the rest of us is kind of the same thing, just blinking. Wait a minute. And then you blink again, Varric's there. God damn it. They just keep doing this! God damn it, Varric. What? Just walk in like a normal person. I was sitting next to Connolly the whole time. No, you weren't. Insight check. <laughs> I was going to say, because Amora was on one side of me and Fuck. Nadal was on the other, so... I'm Amora. <laughs> I'm Amora! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. sitting there with a bag of popcorn in one hand and beer in the other and like one of the giant cheese heads. Part of a second, eight. I rolled a one, so... <laughs> Hot damn. I just like Amora's gone and I'm like, oh, God damn, I hate <laughs> it when you do that. Not the one I want. Where'd she go? <sighs> Are you trying to date Gideon's wife or what? Are they in an open relationship? Do you know? <laughs> I didn't ask. Why would I ask that? It's a weird know. thing just, to ask. I was just curious. Oh my God. That burned. Don't drink water. Don't, don't drink anything <clears throat> while we're talking. <laughs> don't drink water this attack time. I mean, no, I'm not trying to date her, but she seems pretty, uh, yeah. you know. Seems like strong women, strong women. It I seems like, like you're trying to date her. Or am I trying to uh, make political connections because I have a kingdom and she seems to be very well connected to this city? You Sounds definitely like you're trying just to date want her. to make out. Also, why can't it be both? Why can't, why can't it be both? Is my only question. I feel like that would get... Me- anyway, we're, so are we supposed to go meet with Gideon? I don't have... Do, I was, do I was, whatever you're going to do, it's fine. Is his dad still here? Like, yes. or Did they just leave us in the box to like fend for ourselves? No, his dad is still just sitting there watching you guys. <laughs> oh, you're still here. <laughs> he, can't, he can't time travel like she can. But I'm pretty sure he heard this entire conversation, which makes this Probably. very awkward. We're a very observant family. I'm not the one Wait, trying to date Gideon's wife. No, I'm, I'm not <laughs> trying to date her. I just want to be friends. And look at Varric. She's totally trying to date her. I'm not trying to date her. My face off the dirt. I mean, it's it's Gideon's wife. Unless they're into that sort of thing. Congrats. Stand up. Servant. Slowly dragged your body out. You, and Philomora put her hands on the sides of your head. And she says, Good job. And you feel this almost tingly feeling out of her fingertips. Ooh. And then for a moment, it feels like your body is being stretched against itself. And then she removes her hands. Your exhaustion is gone. Nice. She just sped you up three days. That's a handy feature. She sped you up three days. Of course she did. Isn't that making me even more exhausted because I didn't rest? She's killing (laughs) She's killing (laughs) Your exhaustion's gone. Long rest, basically. Is your life insurance up to date? Um, Long rest. Yeah. Long rest. Does that mean you can also read some of your spell? (laughs) So I'll I'll do that in a much less dramatic fashion. You doing okay? How you feeling? I feel like we have a lot to catch up on. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. 
at least I know that it's going to be probably never uh, that you'll go up to the next level. So I don't have to worry. Oh. Yeah, this is probably about as far as I'll go in the academy. I feel like the the government is probably going to have some questions. So, probably. Yeah. But you don't have to answer them because you're at the academy. That's true. So maybe. There's concern for a reason. Oh, breaking the law. Breaking the law. In the name so, of education. <laughs> Let's go home and celebrate. Sounds like a plan. And she puts her arm out. Maybe her arm. There we go. And for the first time in a long time, she lets you take the lead. Aww. <laughs> it's a special day. Elder Delore let Elder lead. Yeah. Aww. It's just the walk to the carriage. <laughs> She's like, that's enough. <laughs> and we're done. She helps you into the carriage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and he's getting his dad. Yeah. He stops like every class. 20 or 30 feet to shake hands with another professor. Or we're congratulating him. Like clocking. kids waiting for their parents to stop talking. You're like, ugh, God. Oh, he's very long winded. Yeah, I'm I clocking it. each professor. All right. Because um, I definitely don't remember the way. I'm just going to keep more walking. of the. Uh, I'm trying to see if I can catch any more of this issue. Alright. There are a couple times where you see someone look down at um, the Elder of the Glores, but it's not in a way that is intentionally malicious, but more of distasteful. Mm. Gross. Being snubbed in public. I don't really care about that. Yep. He handled himself. There's a lot of interfamily politics at the academy, just like there are everywhere else. And when you've got a prominent family such as the Glores, having another one of them come up through the ranks, not everyone's happy about that. More centralized power, yay. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Nepotism. Nepotism. 100% in this takes a little bit to get back to the carriages um, but once the carriages are moving there's a separate road blocked off just for um, <laughs> professors, nobles people of any value I made it I made it is the elder galore sitting up front in the carriage? no where is he? didn't get in the carriage he escorted you guys back to the carriage and then walked away. Before we get in the carriage. So, are you coming back to the house with the rest of us? Um, yes, I'm gonna take the other carriage. Very well. I have something you should know. I'll let oh. you know back there then. We'll talk. Gideon, when you and your wife get out, same thing that happened to your father, every like. 10, 15 feet, someone's congratulating you. Yeah, you're important. <laughs> he took shocking grass. More like they're saying that because he outranks them now. Yeah, right. Yeah. There are other elders that are welcoming you to their ranks. Um, there's a grand elder that stops and 
asks your wife when she's taking the trials next. Um, you see a couple of the other outer court professors congratulating you for making the next step up to their superior. And as you leave the Coliseum, you see the familiar carriage that you came in on, uh, and your father is there waiting. Shake his hand, give him a hug. We made it. I was a little worried there for a moment. Yeah, the swords part got kind of weird, didn't it? <laughs> Just a little bit. Yeah. Is that you or your friend? Yeah, we're kind of one in the same. You know, your mother's sister told me something about that. Yeah. Yeah. It's... It's been a trip. Well... It is what it is. It's been very helpful. There's a lot of knowledge that she has shared with me. That's good. As long as it's not a danger to you, then all's good. Define danger. So, let's go home, get you home, and then we will celebrate this evening. I have a plan for that. Yeah, what time of day is it at this point? It's approaching noon. Okay. The carriage goes right through the city. And it's going around uh, the center. You guys get, get a really beautiful view of the towers of Epskill and the spiral lane that they go up uh, above the city. It's kind of the crowning mark of the entire empire. And also the home of the queen. But the main road goes in a full circle around that tower before it branches north. Um, up towards uh, the Imperium. Home of the Queen, you say? <laughs> I say. Mm. Another day. Another Queen. <laughs> <laughs> True. Huh? I just kind of remarked to myself I should make more connections in the city. It's quite beautiful. <laughs> One of the interesting things that you notice is that her castle is way bigger than yours. Mm. I get a little upset about it. <laughs> I'm gonna just gonna internalize that for now. The crown slightly grows. My crown just gets a little bit bigger, like a little bit extra jewels. Yeah. Yeah. I'm important too. Just just height. Just height. Oh yeah, the ceiling height. About 45 minutes of riding just because of the traffic mm. and the amount of people that are there and out today um, to get back to the Imperium Magnicum. Carriages go right through the gates. And it's another five, ten minutes before you get back to the Glora States. What would you like to do? Uh, so the night before, I think I sent a message or tried to get stuff from my kingdom. Was I successful in doing that, being able to like get some supplies and stuff sent to me, or at least a message out to get supplies and stuff sent to me? You were able to get a message out. Okay. Have I received any any message back or any? Okay, no. so I'm still waiting. Okay, all right. Okay. Was I able to change out my spells with that the thing that Elmora, Elmora did? I just want to swap. Them yes. Okay. <laughs> um. Once we get back to the to the house or whatever, I'm gonna like my glamour set over. I just wanted to make it a little bit more casual. Like I was very dressy and like mm -hmm. show out because I knew that there was gonna be a lot of people. Less gems in the front now. Yeah. yeah. 
Just the crown. The crown's a little bit more subtle. The robes are a little more a just more casual. So All right. yeah. Beric. Beric is waiting for the galores. All right. Staring. Yeah, just kind of waiting. Right. Well, the doors of the front of Gideon's estate opens, um, and the image are there to welcome you guys in. If you want to come in. Yeah, I'll wait just inside, scan up and down the street and see if I see hide or hair of Thea at all. Nope. Nothing. Nothing. Alright. I'll go inside. Nope. I'm gonna go run back and make sure Belarush hasn't destroyed something first and then I'll go inside. <laughs> you get in the back, you see Belarush kind of on his back sprawled out in the bushes. <laughs> He's kind of giving himself an afternoon nap. I was going to say, like, are the kids, like, giving them belly rubs? Yeah. <laughs> Yay! Dangerous creature! Dangerous creature. Yes, they are. I just look at him and roll, roll, yeah. Is he a danger to himself or others? Yes. Roll my eyes yes. and then go back inside. He's a danger to himself. The children are a danger to others. Yes. <laughs> About ten minutes later, the other carriage rolls in. One of the maids walks right by you, stops over at the carriage, and opens the door. And uh, welcomes you, your father, and your wife back. I'll get out first. Help Amora down. All right. She takes your hand. Lead her down. Let her lead me to the house. <laughs> <laughs> Let her lead me to the house. Um, the only way. <clears throat> your father's the last one out of the carriage. He looks right at you, Varric. you want to go for a walk or wherever you feel we can talk without being overheard hard to tell on this campus where you can't be overheard but we can take a walk and I'll walk with him I feel your worry isn't being overheard on this campus but those who wish to overhear what goes on there's always people who want to know what goes on behind the walls of the Imperium Magnicum. Why do we have such high standards for entry? Why do we go and recruit specific types of people? We operate independently, and in doing so, we have preserved our ways. There's jealousy. And then there is... The malice that grows from greed and jealousy. There are four branches that protect this kingdom. There's the Wyvern Corps, there's the Yanir, there's Her Majesty's Navy, and then there's us. If the Yanir and the Wyvern Corps sat on ships and pulled them into our harbor, I still wouldn't be worried. I would be worried about what is crumbling around you. There is rot. There always has been. It's getting worse. The Wyvern Corps had deals with the Von Drox to put Wyverns in Lyase in a way that the Von Drox had 
a say, supervision, meaningful ways to influence them. Is that a way to influence the Wyvern Corps, or is that a way to make it look like they're compliant? Both. Looking compliant while taking out and managing one of the biggest threats to Lady Von Drock's ability to rise to where she wants to be. The Wyvern Corps has been weakened, as shown by the attack on the tower by your brother-in-law. Who was a member of that corps. Correct. Then, instead of looking at it like a member of my family, look at it as the Wyvern Corps was attacked by their own. Wyvern Corps. Was exposed by the Ankashka, by a member of their own. The Yanir plots. There's always been dirty trade within... And I'll just hand him the badge. <clears throat> Twenty or so mid-ranking captains and other officials in the Yanir. Hmm. Spent your son's trial talking about the issues of the Academy's independence. And how they very much wish to rein that in and restrict it. There's only one person alive that can rein us in and restrict us. And she sits up there, and he kind of looks up to the peaks of Upskill. You've studied history every so often. There's conflict within. When soldiers and mages fight, one mage can take out many soldiers. But the cost of those battles mm-hmm. is normally a severe number of mages as well. It is. The Magnicum is as corrupt at the top as some of these other organizations. We know the Navy isn't clean. How long until the Empire has a problem standing? The Empire still stands because at the end of the day the four of us still have our loyalty to the kingdom. If one were to change that loyalty to themselves, the other three would keep them in check. If we were to displace our loyalty and bring that to ourselves instead of her highness, the other three would keep us in check. I know I'm not one for politics, but I've seen my uncles rise in the Yanir. I've seen and heard of how the things work around here, and I've seen it in the core. Sir, I have a great respect for your family. Mostly for what your son has done. And I believe you to be good people from what he has said. This is why I present you with these names, in particular from the Yanir. Because I believe you have the best interests of the Empire. You are... 
Not stupid, Beric and Aranus. You know that we have called, the Anir called, the Navy has called, the Wyvern Corps has called. We know that we've lost communications to the Southern Kingdoms. We know there's still a war at our border. And we know that there is corruption inside our borders. But we can't fight what we don't know and can't see. So all we can do is move forward with the best intent and be ready to take on the darkness when it shows its face. In that case, watch your back close. I'm a former member of the Yenir who rides a wyvern through the skies but does not subscribe to the core. And I travel with an elder of the academy. We're going into dark times. Between Von Drock, Karlova, whatever is rising in the south, My greatest concern is actually what's happening here in the capital. I, for one, just want to live a quiet life. Set up a forge and bring back a small town. Maybe one day you'll get to do that. If the four pillars stay intact. If they fall, nowhere on this land will no peace. That's why we exist. To make sure it doesn't fall. Oh, enough with the doom and gloom. We should probably return so we can celebrate. Fair enough. Far too much stress on your shoulders for such a young man. Some things are better left to the old people, and some things are better left to the next generation. <laughs> we'll see where the responsibility falls. He kind of steers you around a really nice cul-de-sac. There are houses that are built into the trees. Almost a completely different architecture from the rest of the city. It looks like it's almost fused with nature in a very historic way uh, for the elven architecture. Hmm. I don't want to know. <laughs> Silvery barbs. Uh, Silvery barbs. <laughs> are there any, um... Is there food already set up for the celebration? No, they're starting to make the food. They didn't know if there'd be a celebration or not. <laughs> Fair. Fair. Okay. Celebration um, or funeral. One of the two. Yeah, yeah. Something's going to involve food. Um, As you walk in the door, you see uh, four or five posters. Oh, God. These are different. The kids posters. found them. Ah. Uh, 
I guess. I'm sure your dad's going to be really <coughs> excited to see all of those. <laughs> the kids are excited because they want to know if they can use those posters. Oh, yes, be my guest, but I didn't tell you it was okay, but it's okay. You should just take them. Getting your kids come in with posters. <laughs> <laughs> One of them says Team Glorious. Team Glorious. <laughs> These are wonderful. Thank you. And now you're covered in glitter forever. <laughs> I have a gift six-year-old that. daughter. Yeah, it's way too late for that. The it's gift that keeps on giving. It doesn't Press work. It doesn't work. <laughs> Press the Glitter's the one thing. It doesn't work on glitter. That's why I don't use it. That's it canon. That's canon. Um, I'm going to take some of the snacks and kind of go out the back to Belarus really quick. All right. He's oh, snoozing in the bushes. He is. I'm gonna hold the food in front of his snoot until he. His eyes stay closed, but you see one of them just kind of. Yeah, it's like a look. And then his tongue, like ah. <laughs> kind of like what a husky would do. Yeah, I'm gonna pat him on his snout and then telepathically ask him if he can feel any other wyverns other than. Um, he can. Mongolian. There's a lot. But can he feel her? No. Not nothing. All right, I give him a pat and I go back inside. <clears throat> so I get the the bag of holding back from Starian. Say thank you. I need something from here. <coughs> but I'll wait. All right. Wait till it gets darker. Mouse is pretty much just lounging for the afternoon. People come in and out to give their congratulations. Uh, but other family members start coming uh, from your father's side. Um, close friends of the family that are professors, um, elders, a couple key select students who are higher on the ranking and want to become uh, that next level up to the personal <coughs> disciples. Yeah. Um, food trays are being set out. The dining room has been turned into... Uh, basically a serving room with it's a, a rather large room already um, so it's definitely a, a cocktail mixer layout right now I'm going to tell Asterion it's so nice not to be the host for once I'm just drinking and eating and enjoying myself when was the last time you actively hosted something it's different but can okay can you even make a cocktail um, let me ask you this question if you are the queen do you think that I can get drunk and have my way with anybody at my kingdom Probably. or do you think I have to like present myself I, I, I imagine you do both there are young children here <laughs> where <laughs> these four I look down. Oh! Oh! <laughs> you look oh, down! Yeah. Oh, my size! The one might be a little shorter. <laughs> well, they should know their way about the world. <laughs> their glass. It's not my kingdom, not my problem. <laughs> I facepalm. Their glass all of five minutes after the conversation with Gideon's dad before he just walks out. Alright. Not even invisible, just leaves. <laughs> Irish goodbye. Okay. Irish goodbye. <laughs> Those are fun. Your dad brings a gift to you. It is um, a bottle of Petralius wine. 
It's only served in single droplets. Ooh. Oh no. Keep this away from Thea. I was just gonna say, <laughs> don't let Thea have any. She'll have two droplets. Yeah. <laughs> it's one of the only three that can get a vampire intoxicated. Oh. Ooh. What are the other two? <laughs> <laughs> Um, sparingly. The most non-discriminate. <laughs> sparingly what? Throw it back. <laughs> what do you say? It is extremely concentrated, and the lack of the quantity um, shows how much quality it has. I'll reach into the bag and put it on a special show for the door. Like, with the they, gave you, they gave you the bag, right? Yeah. I'm pretty sure there's a spot in there that says for the... For the when you pass, here you go. Yeah. <clears throat> um, there are a couple of maids walking around uh, taking drink orders and a couple of them walking around um, in suits that have hors d'oeuvres on them. As the uh, people can come in, you see the light outside start to dim as it gets into uh, late even, early evening. So as, as it's starting to get dark, probably like this, at least outside, where it's still a little bit of light but getting a little dark, I'll step outside and I'm going to summon a, a crystalline dragon spirit. Loki. 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 <laughs> and give it orders to basically the Harry Potter uh, dragon wirework. And there's a copyright and smack. There's a copyright <laughs> smack. Larry Trotter, Harry the Hotter, but like that that dragon that just flies around, just shooting off things. All right, just hope to do that with his breath weapon, just shooting off. Oh, oh fun, yeah. sparkly. The lights reflect off the crystal of its body, and just all right. Put on a show. <clears throat> the Delphine puts on a show. Um, students all across the academy are pitching basically like lawn chairs out, <laughs> watching it. <laughs> They have studied. How drunk yeah. am I at this point? <laughs> what kind of drink would you like to ask for? I've been asking for wine pretty much since the thing started. <laughs> Give so. me a D100. A oh. D100? I don't even have one of those. Have you yeah, I do. Yeah, I want to. I want to roll. Die. Oh yeah. The same thing I no, I want to roll the. Challenge. I want to roll the big one. <laughs> Let me see. You can roll the, the big one. I want to roll the big one. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> this is gonna go really good or really bad. Okay. Is <laughs> that fifty-eight? I think. Yeah. Yeah. So after your first couple cocktails, you ask for Thank you. just give me something to drink, and the maid returns to you with a hot, creamy beverage. It's in a little glass cup. Looks and smells. Like pristine dark chocolate with a light cream on it. Ooh. And she just puts the train in front of you. Turns over the duck. <clears throat> We've come full circle. I'm going to smell it. it smells amazing. I'm going to drink it. <laughs> I take a step back. <laughs> I'm not gonna like chug it though. I'm gonna I'm gonna like gracefully like sip it like a normal drink. We all get all right. shy run drinks now. Yeah. Yeah, right? If it's not just it's watered down mm-hmm. ale, I don't trust it. You feel a little bit more um, relaxed. Not just mentally, but like physically. Like your body Ooh. feels a little deeper um, on the relaxation scale. It's not like a drunk feeling, but more like you go to sleep right now. 
Is there like a comfy chair somewhere? There are uh, some rather large Victorian-style chairs, plush velvet. Oh, I'm laying on one of those, just like full style, like a fainting couch. <laughs> just like that, like paint me like one of your French girls, like a fainting couch. Yeah. Yes, one of those. And I'm All just right. gonna continue to sip my drink and like talk to people, and maybe <laughs> like one of your fashionists. By the time you get to the end of it. Um, the Mandrake Mocha kind of leads you into a really oh, nice sleep. Oh, no. I'm just going to fall asleep. <laughs> okay. All right, well. Are you snoring? Or are you just out? I'm probably just out. A queen never snores. <laughs> <laughs> Your head's like... <laughs> and it is seven hours. <laughs> okay. Good lord. Sweet. That's happening. Like the real role is, does someone put her in a bedroom before the kids draw on her? I absolutely you do not help better in any way. If you love your kids, I'm outside. I will fight, I will fight a child. There are people outside socializing with you and drinking. Um, I gave one of them a sword. Money's on the kid. <laughs> the doll is staring. Rather of you see this. See what? Inside at this time? Yeah. How many people are inside? About 40. I'm not inside. I'm not inside. I'm not inside. Too many people. I mean, I probably see it. I'm not doing anything to stop it. Like I've like found like a quiet spot outside. Just because here's the things: the, those kids are an extension of Amora, and if the kids are happy doing something, I'm not gonna take Amora away from them. <laughs> I'm just not. There's a five-year-old in this room. Like I could be, have, I could have a direct sight to it, but I'm just like, yep. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll be watching it, but. I don't know if I'll actually see anything. Noted. <laughs> noted for like, noted for all of you. Comes up to you. <laughs> I'm outside. And lets you know that uh, your Janasi friend is passed out on the couch. <laughs> Would you like them to relocate her to one of the guest suites? Yeah, that that'd be for the best. Because right. you, you would you would see a Saren outside, so you know it's not me passed out on the couch. <laughs> <laughs> if it was me on the couch, you'd be like, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. No case. Two of the Mater D's get to you. Right around the time that um, the youngest galore child has painted four of your nails, they're all different colors. Um, they pick up the child, and she's in complaint, uh, <laughs> but understands. And then the other two um, pick you up and carry you upstairs. I think they could have done that's. Not nearly as bad. Yeah, yeah, I know, right? Our children draw a mustache on you. Yeah, I was gonna say there's definitely a mustache involved. Not if it's the daughter. They put you in bed, put a blanket over you, leave fresh bread oh. um, and a glass of water on That's the nightstand. Nice. Put you in the race car bed. Here you go. <laughs> and close the door on the way out. They left water for the. I'm just upset because I couldn't yeah. use this. In, <laughs> couldn't use this to make a more of my best friend. Damn it! <laughs> Mess that one up. Passed out of the house. Oh well. Amora's kind of just flittering between the different social groups, talking, socializing, going to the next one, being a good host. Someone has to be. <laughs> has to be any host. <laughs> yeah, I've just I've just found a quiet spot in the yard just to kind of sit and watch. All right. Watch the the fireworks and whatnot. It's definitely fireworky. Fireworky. It's an adjective. Yeah. Um. I'm going to kind of wander outside because there's a lot of people in this house and kind of plunk down next to Asterion because I'm assuming you're, like, away from everybody. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. Like, 
Like as as more and more people start to piloting. Yeah. It's definitely an air of celebration. I scan and there's still no Thea. No Thea. I is there enough like chatter and noise out here that no one's gonna really oh yeah. so have a comment? Okay. I don't want to start talking if everybody's like super quiet. Um, no, people are chattery, drinking. It's a Elven block party. <clears throat> it's a college party. Yeah, apparently. Looking <laughs> work for a house. <clears throat> Asterion, do you ever worry about her? About Thea? Not so much her as what might happen around her. I just... I know that we bicker back and forth, and I know that she acts like I'm her husband to piss me off, but... I don't know, I just feel like... What if? Because... If she does something crazy, I mean, like, actually crazy, not, like, Thea-level crazy, but... If she endangers one of us, or seriously hurts one of us, or puts Varric in a really shitty situation where he has to pick between the two and it rips all of us apart... What the fuck are we supposed to do then? Like, what is her plan? What is... She's like a ticking time bomb with a long fuse, and I don't know whether or not to try and protect her, or to help her, or to leave her alone. And Thea's going to do what Thea's going to do, and that's fine, but... Not if it kills one of us. Thinking about that trial? Hmm? Thinking about that trial? It's kind of hard not to. I mean... Especially because it wasn't like she murdered a bunch of random people and then Gideon was trying to... You know... Speak for the honor of the dead, but... It was his kids. I don't know. And... I hope we don't have to, but as you said, she's a bit unpredictable. I'm not sure how things would work out should it, should it come to it. And I guess I just can't help but feel like, and maybe it's my paranoia, okay? I, it's gotten better, it's not great, but if Tronchevant is the same size as Rakolian and Belarage then and just free floating out there and no matter how many times or how many places I have him ping her and can't feel her I what happens when she shows up what happens if she's like an embodiment of Thea and just rage and fury with no direction whatsoever and then all of us are just fucked double time I don't know what to do with that. And I'm constantly looking over my shoulder, wondering if we're going to run into her. 
And it's too late. There's nothing we can do. We've spent all that time looking for her when she was little, and now it's too late. So it's like two fuses attached to the same bomb. And I guess I just... With all the other shit that's been happening, and all the other problems that we have, and all the other things that are like slightly entwined with one another, but they're not entwined enough for any of us to figure them out, or how the puzzle pieces go together... It's like they're taking one of the puzzle pieces and hiding them. So it makes the puzzle harder, but unsafe at the same time. So the more she goes off, I'm like, oh, it's a joke and I'm just avoiding, you know, Amora. And, yeah, but like, what if? What if she's not just avoiding Amora? What if she's not just trying to go eat something just real quick? And she's talking to other people or doing other things and we don't know what they are. I just, I'm not saying I don't trust her. I just worry about it. Fortunately, I don't think there's much we can do except wait. I imagine if things start to go south on that end, we'll get an indication from Varric either him just leaving or let us know. I guess you're right. And I just uh, stand up and kind of pat him on the shoulder and then head back toward the house. What you doing, Beric? Sitting behind me, not breathing. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Sitting behind Best me. <laughs> Drawing a Connelly's face. <laughs> uh... Varric party started at noon Varric was gone before 12.15 um, just wandering the city keeping his eyes open for a while looking for more students to beat up <laughs> um, walks through a couple of the bars just sits, has a drink and listens to conversation um, and especially when evening hits is just walking down the street looking nonchalant just going about business kind of waiting to see if anything's happening or will happen um, how's the night how uh vivid nightlife vivid nightlife but uh the moon it's a cloudy night. Bright. Slightly cloudy. But you can still see like the glow of the moon behind the clouds. Just every so often, Varric will catch the motion as Rigolian just circles overhead waiting. Um, and so he just moves about the nightlife looking to see what's happening. Alright. There's a lot going on. Um, all the bars and taverns are all full. Doors are open. There's people at tables out in the streets. 
in across the street near the little parks that are there. Um, drunken travelers, merchants are wondering about still with drinks in their hand. Um, you can hear one of the city's guard yelling from across a block somewhere and someone to get their shit together. You can hear music um, and dancing coming from another one. But through all of that, one of the things that really you can pick up on is the sound of someone in a forge. Despite all of that, someone working late. And taverns aside, it's almost a warm familiarity with that sound. He is going to start to make his way in that direction. Right. And that's where we'll call it for tonight. The sun has set, the night is cold, and I won't be growing old. The fight's not over, it's only just begun, but I'm already gone. Just remember me